Welcome to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This show is about you, your life, your impact, and your legacy. Now your hosts, John and Rena. Welcome to the Impact Hour. I am Rena, and today you have me for the show. And I've really been looking forward to this topic. Today we are going to be looking at Know your impact. I want you to become more and more aware of how you're affecting other people. Not just people around you, but people when you're seeking to make a difference in the lives of other people. All of it. We're going to be diving deep into it today so that you can really know your life's impact. This topic is very, very dear to my heart. In fact, it's my passion. My passion is to wake people up to their impact. And there's a really great reason why I'm so passionate about this. I experienced some abuse as a teenager. I was sexually abused by an uncle, and it took me a lot of work, a lot of years of working through these issues to realize I don't believe that he set out to hurt me. In fact, I think he was completely oblivious to the deep, lasting, negative impact that he'd have on me based on his choices. And for that reason, I've become super, really passionate about waking people up to their impact. I want people to know how they're affecting other people. This is my passion. And what I've found is that most people are really not particularly paying attention to how they're affecting other people. In fact, we find that consistently people are overestimating their positive impact and they are underestimating their negative impact. And a great reason for that is that they're just not looking at it. So today is your opportunity to really take a look at what kind of impact you're having on other people so that you can make sure it's the kind of impact that you want it to be. I've also found that an impact that we have, it's, it's not just positive or negative. Impact really lies on a spectrum. So at the far end, you can have like an incredibly negative impact on people. You probably wouldn't do that. You're not the type of person that would be listening to the show if you are. So we can, people do have an incredibly negative impact. Sometimes they have an impact that's just kind of bad. Sometimes it's just minorly bad. Short term, didn't last long, the effects of it. Plum in the middle, we have a neutral impact. It's a very small space to have a neutral impact. From there, it's possible to have, you know, a little bit of a positive impact. You know, you raise somebody's mood for a little while. Uh, from there, it can be a really good impact, really positive. From there, it can be like amazingly positive, right? So there's this whole spectrum. So I don't want you to think that an impact is either positive or negative. Occasionally, sometimes it's a little bit of each. But in general, you can kind of assess, is it positive? Is it negative? How much so? And the thing about the neutral impact, I actually did some interviews with people a few years ago, and I remember I was struck by a woman. Her goal in life was to make sure she didn't have a negative impact. And she just kind of tiptoed through life, making sure it wasn't really harming other people. And if she made it through to the other side uh, without having that negative impact, she felt like she did a good job. And I think that's a really small place to live. So I'm going to encourage you to not just avoid the negative impact, but also increase your positive impact. 
I've spent a lot of time looking at this topic because it is my passion. And I have found that many, many people go through life unaware of how they're affecting other people. So we find that not only is impact positive or negative, it can be accidental or on purpose. See if you can find yourself in this when you hurt somebody and you certainly didn't mean to. I've done it. I've done it. I figure probably everybody has, right? <clears throat> so people who are having a negative impact on accident, it's like they're sleepwalking through life. And a lot of times we're just working on getting things done and we're not paying attention. So those folks, like I say, they're just kind of sleepwalking through life. There are the occasional people out there, and I don't believe there's that many of them, that they're deliberately on purpose being mean and hurting other people. I call that being mean, deliberately hurting other people. And I think that's exceptional. Also exceptional is people who have a really, really positive impact on other people on accident. <laughs> that's where you like turn around and go, whoa, I really made a difference in that person's life. And I tell you, that's rare. I've been doing this work for quite a while, and that's rare to hear stories of like, wow, I really changed somebody's life, and I wasn't even trying to. So the bulk of our work uh, for what we're doing here at the Impact Hour, for the work that we do in Simply Great Lives, we're waking people up to their impact, going from a state of being unaware and having an accidental negative impact to being aware and having a positive impact that's on purpose. That's the place to be that's super satisfying. I want you to be aware of a factor you may have not considered when it comes to how you're impacting other people. And it's that of when you're in a position of authority. Being an authority is like a magnifier. So whatever kind of impact you're having, whether it's a negative impact or a positive impact, it will be more and deeper when you're in authority. So for bosses out there, you have a tremendous responsibility when you have people underneath you because how you're affecting them will go deeper than just a regular relationship. So a boss who I've heard this from several people lately, they've got a boss that yells at them, which like blows my mind because that's so far, like I don't even deal with people who like yell at me, it's, it's not cool, right? So they're dealing with this in the workplace and think about how that's affecting them. They're going home, how are they feeling about themselves? How are they feeling about their abilities as an employee, their employability, how valuable they are? It's gonna have a tremendous impact. So bosses have the opportunity to have a deep positive impact and that can be you know, building people up, believing in people, mentoring people. Similarly, people who are in contact, because this is in the theme of, a, of being in authority, we find that people who are in close contact with children, uh, whether that's they're a teacher or a parent, they have a tremendous impact on, other, on those children. So if you ever had a teacher um, who humiliated you in front of the class, that's the kind of stuff we like grow up with and you know 30 40 50 years later we still have that playing in our mind and affecting how we feel about ourselves so teachers have a tremendous responsibility they have the opportunity to build kids up to believe in them to share new mindsets help them see themselves in a new and positive way for example 
my youngest son had a fantastic teacher in first and second grade, Mrs. Stanclift, taught my son that he's an outside-the-box thinker. And she said, that's great. We need outside-the-box thinkers. Those are the people who are going to cure cancer. So my son has integrated into his self-concept that he's an outside-the-box thinker and is creative in problem-solving. And that's the positive impact that a teacher can have. I can tell you that as parents, we have a phenomenal responsibility to be aware of how we're impacting kids because we'll impact our kids, I believe, at a deeper level than we'll impact anybody else. And our kids will be impacted by us more so than anyone else. So we have a tremendous responsibility on that. And just food for thought, I, I didn't have a smartphone when my kids were growing up. That, okay, smartphones like weren't invented yet. But just to be aware, I think it's worth considering what kind of impact is it having on your kid if you've got a phone or a tablet in front of your face all the time and you've got a really little one. What kind of message is that giving to them? And honestly, I feel for parents today because I know I would find that tremendously tempting to be paying attention to games and emails and texts and articles and stuff instead of paying attention to my kid. So I challenge you to become more aware of how that's affecting your little one. So we're going to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the impact of a parent because I believe it's really huge. You're listening to the Impact Hour. Stay tuned for more. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. Now back to the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. More fun than visiting the in-laws. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. I'm so glad that you've joined us because today we are talking about knowing your impact, how you're affecting other people. And I was just talking about the impact that parents have on their kids. And I just wanted to share a story that happened a few weeks ago. I was at the Costco and waiting in line. And there was a lady behind me and she had what appeared to be a teenage son with her. And I overheard her comment and I'm gonna modify the language because we're on the radio and I don't wanna cuss on the air. So she told him he was going to be a terrible husband someday. I don't know what transpired to make her say that, but I had a visceral reaction, I had a reaction in my body that a parent would say those words to her son. And it kinda got funky from there. All I heard her say was, no, I'm not gonna give you a high five. And it's like, I can't even imagine how he was responding to those words. All I could picture was five, ten years down the road, this now young man is going to be in a relationship, and he's going to have her voice playing in his head, telling him 
He's a terrible husband, and he will live that out. And that's what broke my heart. And I, like, totally wanted to give her a dirty look. <laughs> and I, like, tried to look at her in her eyes, but I'm legally blind, so, like, I can't see that good. So um, I just kind of threw a dirty look in her general direction, I think, which isn't really great. But, wow, I was just really struck by somebody being so careless. So parents, I'm a parent too, I get it. I know it's hard, there's a lot of frustrations, but be aware how your words are gonna affect your kids. I, uh, just yesterday I was, had lit a nice fire in the fireplace and was hanging out with my older son and he was just playing around on the laptop and uh, I thought just what a wonderful person he is. And I thought, you know what, I better say something. So I told him, I'm like, you know what, you've got it going on. You're like really, really smart and you're great at connecting with people. I think you're awesome. And he's just like, thank you. And I'm like, that's the kind of voice I want my kid, kids to grow up with in their head. <clears throat> so my point being that we have the opportunity to mold children, whether we're parents or teachers or anybody else in close proximity to kids, we will have a deep impact on them. So I wanna call you to become more and more aware of what that impact is, excuse me. Next, I'm gonna talk about some easy and common ways that we because this includes me, um, all of us can have a negative impact on people, okay, that we might not even be aware of. So these are things to just kind of check within yourself. I have in the past uh, struggled with, <laughs> struggled with, I used to use a lot of sarcasm. And I wanted to appear, you know, really clever and I wanted people to like me. I know that's why I made sarcastic comments. And what I found is it's really easy to hurt people's feelings on accident. So if you're the type of person, if you enjoy using sarcasm, I want you to be aware of how that's landing on people. And there's usually better ways to communicate. There's other options that are gonna be less risky for having a negative impact. If you're the kind of person who frequently runs late until now, because I hold the possibility that you can change that, I want you to be aware of how that's affecting other people because it's not likely just affecting you. What does it mean to be on time anyway? Does that mean that you like slide in and get your rear end in the seat like the second that the program starts? You know, So allow a little bit of margin there for having some extra time in case something goes wrong because being late can affect people. Breaking commitments. Now, I'm not saying, you know, sometimes this happens, you know, like I said, on accident, rarely, but if this is your MO, your, the way you normally operate, if you're breaking commitments to people, I want you to be aware of how that's affecting other people because I'm confident it's not just affecting you. Driving. Watching people drive is a trip. Because I don't drive, I'm always a passenger, I'm always an observer. People are like a different person behind the wheel in a car than they are like when I'm talking to them outside of that. So. For example, John and I were driving the other day, and this one guy was, we're, we're waiting, traffic was bad on the freeway, and he was like, he'd skip ahead two cars on the shoulder of the road and then cut in and then go back on the shoulder of the road and cut in a few more cars later. It's like, what is this person doing? Does he have no idea that it's, it's dangerous and it's affecting other people? He's not even going to get there that much faster. But people like yelling, flipping people off, like totally different person because there's, 
I don't know, because there's a window and some distance. If you can imagine standing in line at the movie theater, you probably wouldn't feel okay about, you know, just cutting in here or going a few more ahead <laughs> and cutting in there, right? So since I don't drive, I, I, I don't get to experience this, but I want to call you to consider for yourself what kind of driver you are, what experience you're creating for other drivers on the road and other passengers in the car. Because if you're flipping out and getting mad and stuff, that's gonna affect other people around you, whether it's in the car or the other drivers. Lastly, emails are a really <laughs> great way to accidentally have a negative impact. I don't know if it's just being slightly removed from the person, but people will tend to uh, go off, write a scathing email, stuff they would never, ever say in person. So if you wouldn't say it in person, don't say it in an email. If you're angry, don't, don't send an email in anger. Just walk away from the computer, come back, and then, and then decide what you're going to write or review what you've already written before you hit the send button because... Gosh, dog it, once we hit the send button, we just can't get it back. It's kind of like life. Once you say it, there it is. <clears throat> this list is, of course, not exhaustive, but it's designed to help you to start the practice of evaluating how you're affecting people around you. Being aware of your emotions is very, very important. So being aware of them and being able to control them because your emotions will affect other people absolutely will and at our weekend seminar we actually devote some time the it, it's the seminar is designed really about what we call it connection and purpose so it's it is about discovering your life's purpose but it's also about how you're connecting to other people so we spend some time for people to really become aware of how they're showing up how other people are experiencing them so they can switch into something that's more beneficial because it's like, how can you be out there making a difference in people's lives if you're hurting people on accident, right? So that's why we're helping people to become more and more aware of their positive impact. We also talk about, and I've talked about this on the show here before, is the meaning that we make up around what people are saying and doing. So when people do something or they say something, we most of the time won't know why they did, so we fill in the blank. This is the brain's natural tendency to uh, create order. We don't like ambiguity, so we, we just create our own meaning as to why they did something, why they said something, and oftentimes it's wrong. <laughs> oftentimes we'll never really know why they said or did what they did, but the meanings that we make will totally affect people's experience of us. So this comes up in relationship all the time. In fact, I was just talking with somebody yesterday in a relationship and their significant other asked them to pick up something from the store um, after work. So after work, this person forgot, went home, saw something that reminded them, so they went out right away, picked it up, came home. The significant other was so angry, absolutely angry. And I'm, I'm certain that that anger only comes from the meaning that was ascribed to the person originally forgetting to pick up that item. What did, what did they make it mean? Did it mean, oh, you know what? He doesn't love me. He uh, doesn't value me. He's selfish. He thinks he's more important than I am. We start attributing those kind of meanings. Then we have an emotional reaction. Then we start hurting people. That's why it's so important to become aware of the meaning that we're ascribing. And we have the opportunity to pick a meaning that's gracious and beneficial. So just give the person the benefit of the doubt and pick something that's beneficial to them and to the relationship. 
you know, this comes up so often in relationships because the more we're around a person, the more opportunity we have to interpret or misinterpret what they're saying or doing. In fact, I did a whole show on this. We have show recordings available at theimpacthour.com, and that show is called What Does That Mean? We also have shows on how to find your purpose and overcoming busyness. There's a lot of really great topics, so check that out, theimpacthour.com. So being in relationship, like I say, it gives us a lot of opportunities to actually have a negative impact that's on accident. So it's a great opportunity to create new awarenesses and new habits because the fact is that the people closest to us, and I'll go ahead and say me, I'll use I in this, my family gets the worst of me. They get the best of me and they also get the worst of me just because they get more of me. And so there's proximity, just being close and being around a person, we get more of them. And the fact is also when there's stress, I want you to know that people under stress, they, they drop to a lower level of functioning than what's normal for them. They will, like if they normally do pretty good when they're under stress, they won't do nearly as good. And I think that's really important to consider uh, when you see somebody who's saying and doing stuff that's a little bit out of character. For example, I have a friend who's undergoing, she and her husband are undergoing a stressful situation, life circumstance, right? Temporary. And she said they were, they were bickering more. They were arguing more. And it was unusual. And I could see it clear as day. It's like, oh, my gosh, you guys are under stress. Of course you are. And so it allows us, recognizing that people do worse under stress allows us to be a little more gracious and uh, give people kind of a little more leeway when they're under stress. Not to say that it excuses the behavior, but it sure does help to understand. So we want to be sure to build people up and to not be tearing them down. This is about having less of a positive, no, more of a positive impact, less of an accidental negative one. Whenever you have the opportunity to say good stuff about people, take it, jump on it. You know what, people don't get enough good stuff right? All they hear is what they did wrong, what they need to improve on. So if you've got the opportunity to say something good about something, a character quality, something that they did, something you appreciate about them, say it. We need more of that. They need more of that. Wouldn't you like more of that? I know I would. Check it out. Do you tend to focus more on negative or on positive? Like what's your way of going about the world? Do you, do you focus on the negative or are you looking for the positive? Because that will impact people's experience of you. It'll totally shape their experience of you. Because you know what it's like to hang out with somebody who's profoundly negative? My gosh, it's draining. In fact, I've encouraged people to actually like go through, like list the five people that you hang out with the most and put a little face next to them, a smiley face if they help you feel good when you're done visiting with them, a flat line face if you just feel neutral, and a sad face if you feel drained when you leave them. And you can kind of use that on assessing who you should be spending more time with and less time with. So we're about to go to a break, and we're going to be talking more about having less of a negative impact, and then we're going to talk about having more of a positive impact. If you want to call in, I would love to hear from you. The number here is 866-576-1055, and I'd love to hear your questions and comments about what kind of impact you're having. You're listening to The Impact Hour. 
Terry Knight here. Please join me from 11 to noon on Saturdays. It's the home show with news, tips, and commentary focused on home improvement, real estate, and lifestyle. After 30 years of radio and TV in the Capital Region, I found a home. Join me on the home show Saturdays, 11 to noon on your radio home. Money 105.5. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. What if I told you there's a wealth management firm that offers a 100% satisfaction guarantee? Think it doesn't exist? Think again. Hi, I'm Mo Ansari, president of Compact Asset Management. When you start a new relationship with Compact, we'll create your customized investment portfolio and financial plan dedicated to help you reach your goals. Try us out for a year. If you're not happy for any reason, you'll get all of the management and maintenance fee that you paid refunded. This is our 100% satisfaction guarantee. Dial pound 250 on your cell phone and use the keyword talk to Mo to find out more. Again, from your cell phone, dial pound 250 keyword talk to Mo. Satisfaction guarantee doesn't apply to fees and commissions charged by third parties for such things as insurance products or mutual fund redemptions. It also doesn't apply to any market losses which might occur in an account. For additional information regarding this guarantee, please see the disclosure brochure available at the time you enroll or upon request. Compact Asset Management is a registered investment advisor. Funds custodian Fidelity Institutional Wealth Services, member FINRA SIPC. The hometown advantage. You can see it in that new shop down on Main Street, in the office downtown, the factory by the river, and the farm down the road. It's because of people like Reggie in finance and Ruth the paramedic. Keisha, the designer, has it, and so does Orlando, the nurse. They live around here. They care about this community. They work hard to succeed, and that makes a difference. At SacramentoHelpWanted.com, we're proud to work the hometown advantage. We work it around the clock, connecting local employers and local job seekers with local jobs they're good at, jobs they deserve. Post your job today and search a database of resumes to find, select, and hire the best local employees. Employees who live close by, close to family and friends, close to home. That's the hometown advantage. SacramentoHelpWanted.com. Local jobs that work. I'm Don Padilla. And I'm Pat Barr, financial advisors with Wells Fargo Advisors in Sacramento. The stock market has dropped many times, and just as many times it's come back and gone higher. 2008 was horrible, but the fact is the market is back. So why are people not investing? Their future is too important to ignore the opportunities available to them. Call us for your free consultation. Our number is 916-275-8100. That's 275-8100. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC, is a registered broker-dealer and a separate non-bank affiliate of Wells Fargo & Company. SACHalfOff.com, where everything is half off. School tuitions, vacations and trips, toys, jewelry, clothing, gadgets, electronics, and more. Why pay full price when you can get it for half off at SACHalfOff.com. SACHalfOff.com. Live life on purpose. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. I'm really glad you're listening because today we are talking about know your impact. 
I want you to know how you're impacting other people. And right now we're talking about how you can have less of an accidental negative impact and more of a positive negative impact. A lot of this is kind of focused a little bit more on just the people around you. And I love that. I love for people to be more aware of that. And then we're going to talk about more specifically your unique positive impact. That's the deliberate difference you're making in the lives of other people that we sometimes call your calling. So for now, we're talking about how you're dealing with people around you. Go ahead and look for what's going right. Don't you love hanging out with people who are looking for what's right? Last week, we talked about this a little bit, and it's the idea of following the bright spots. Neat thing is, is when you can see that something's working well, you can do more of it when you're trying to create change. But in general, just in conversation, if you're talking about what's going right in your life, in your community, in the country, in the world, that's the kind of conversations people are going to enjoy being a part of versus uh, complaining, you know, and you can focus on solutions, you can focus on possibilities instead of complaining. And I just want to talk briefly about what happened in this recent election that we had. It's like people just have gone bonkers. And truthfully, I've, quite a while ago, I detached from regular media, from um, news on TV and um, you know, newspapers and stuff like that. I, I just don't because I tend to find that it's a very negative focus and it brings me down. So I haven't been, but I still hear stories, trust me. You don't have to watch the news to know what's going on because people will tell you. And so I've, I've heard that people are, have generally been freaking out, lots and lots of fear. And I actually had to cut back, excuse me, I chose to cut back on my Facebook, on reading other people's Facebook posts because there was just so much fear and freaking out going on. And don't be that person. <laughs> don't be the person who's complaining and freaking out and dragging other people down. Yeah, be aware of how when you post something on Facebook, how's that gonna land? How's that gonna affect other people? Because it does, it totally does. Another thing that you can do that's really, really helpful is to, when you do make a mistake, be willing to admit it, okay, and to apologize. And I know for me, this makes me feel tremendously vulnerable, so I know that it's, it's not necessarily easy, but it's really, really helpful for the relationship. So there's, it, there's a book that I recommend highly called Leadership and Self-Deception, written by the Arbinger Institute. And they do a really great job. It's written in a story form, so it's easy reading. And what made me think of this is if you have an inclination to say something positive or do something kind for somebody, um, and I'm not saying, you know, respond to every charity that comes your way, but, you know, you want to tell, you feel like you should tell your husband thank you for something or your wife. Um, go ahead and do it. Uh, because when we don't do that, it kind of sets into effect a cascade of things that, that leads to problems. <laughs> I'll just let you read the book <laughs> and, and just say, when you feel like you should apologize for something, apologize for it. You want to say, feel like you should say something nice, say it. So be that positive person. We love focusing on people's strengths. We utilize them in our practice in Simply Great Lives for helping people to live out their calling in a way that's a really great fit for who they are. And sometimes we can have a strength 
you've heard you've heard this before, right? People say a strength becomes a weakness. We kind of avoid that terminology because actually what we've learned um, through the strengths people like um, who do that at the Gallup, the Gallup people who put together strengths. So I, I totally need to look that up so I can list the author. At any rate, sometimes when we're going overboard on a strength, we need to pull in another strength to help balance it. We don't necessarily need to pull it back. And just to kind of fill that in, I have, I'll speak about my own strengths. I have the strength of achiever. Dude, when I want to get something done, just like I have the capacity of kind of steamrolling people. And that's not, doesn't fit great into my personality and who I am, but I, I can really go nuts on the, on the achiever strength. Like I want something and I've done that in the past. And what I've learned to do is pull in my other strength of empathy. So really seeing how it's affecting people, checking in with people, so that I'm just not steamrolling people to get what I want. So if you have a strength that's actually having a negative impact on people, you can bring in other strengths to help balance that. And there's the Strengths Finder 2.0 available on Amazon. It comes with a code, and you can go online and take the Strengths Finder inventory, and it'll list your top five. I find it to be tremendously helpful. We use it with our clients. So we can actually develop qualities that are beneficial to other people, help us to increase our positive impact and decrease our negative impact. So start thinking about quali what qualities you wanna step into to be the kind of person you wanna be. For myself personally, I'm currently working on developing compassionate curiosity. Compassionate curiosity is coming from a, a real place of kindness and love and being curious as to what's going on with the other person. It kind of goes well with the idea of the, the meaning that we ascribe to what other people are doing and saying. So, you know, in one sense, you know, we can jump to a conclusion and fill that in. In another sense, we can be compassionately curious and kind of check in with them and see what's going on. You know, hey, I noticed that such and such, and I'm kind of wondering, you know, what's going on with you? Is there a way that I can support you? It comes off way better than a judgment like, hey, you didn't even do such and such, right? So how you're, <laughs> how you're choosing to respond to those situations will have a big impact on people. And like I say, I'm in the process of developing compassionate curiosity. I find um, it's been challenging so far, which is surprising to me that, that one of my strengths is empathy. This is like hecka easier to implement with my clients than it is like with my family which I find fascinating. So something I'm in the process of developing within myself. So the whole idea of this is for you to work on being more deliberately aware of how you're impacting other people. It's a practice. It's something to cultivate over time. I have uh, worked to instill it like in my younger son. He helps me to grocery shop. 14 years old, he's phenomenal at grocery shopping. He knows the brands. He reads me the ingredients. We keep track of the prices. It's really, he does really great. And so when we're shopping, he's aware of where we leave the grocery cart. Because most people, you may have heard me talk about this before, I get really irritated with people in the grocery store because they're unaware of how they're affecting other people. <clears throat> so, so a lot of people leave their cart in the middle of the aisle and like kind of wander off and then they're blocking the other side looking at the things and you can't get past them 
So just a small thing to become aware of how we're affecting other people. We can even cultivate that in our kids. And isn't that awesome for kids to grow up being aware of how they're affecting other people? I absolutely love when I hear people say that they learned from me because they heard me talking about being more aware of how they're affecting other people, that, that it actually worked, right? So they were in a situation and something happened and they realized, oh, I'm having an impact I don't want to have and they're able to shift. Okay, so I want you to know not only is that possible for you, but oh, I get stoked when I hear people say that. So what I'm excited about for you and this is what we're going to be talking about next, is finding the thing that you're really passionate about. So I'm passionate about waking people up to their impact. And I want to know what you're really passionate about for creating your positive impact in the world. Okay? So that's how I express my passion in our work in Simply Great Lives and here on the Impact Hour. I call people to be more and more aware of the actual results that they're creating in their attempt to have a positive impact, okay? So I want people to know how they're actually affecting other people when they're trying to make a difference. And that is very, very different than just doing something and assuming that it's having a positive impact. So I want you to encourage to make a difference that you're really passionate about and to check in with people to make sure that you're actually creating that positive result. I love this stuff. It's, it's really neat. It actually took us quite a while, took me quite a while to get to understand how my passion fit in with our work. So at Simply Great Lives, we've been doing this for years, helping people to really make a difference in people's lives, to live their calling. And it's been relatively recently, it's just been this year, that I found that my passion around waking people up to their impact fit in specifically with know your impact when you're trying to make a difference in the lives of other people. So that's what I do at Simply Great Lives. And I also do speaking, by the way, so I love going to organizations, service organizations, businesses, helping people to really assess the impact that they're having when they're trying to help and benefit other people. So if you're looking for uh, someone to come and speak in your organization and you think I may be a good fit, feel free to reach out to me. You can email me. Easiest way to do that right now is Rena, R-E-N-A, at simplygreatlives.com. And let me know, we can dialogue about that because I just, like I said, love people waking up to their impact and the way that fits in here at the Impact Hour and the work we do is helping people to really assess the results, the impact that they're working to have. So I'm about to head into a break. You still have the opportunity last minute if you wanna call in and share questions or comments you have about your life's impact. And stay tuned for more. You're listening to the Impact Hour. What if the ladder you're climbing is leaning against the wrong wall? 
Is that bucket list getting bigger and bigger? Where are your passions hiding? You are here to create an authentically empowered life. There's nothing more fulfilling than living your life's purpose every day. Find your calling and live a legacy that lasts for generations. Start your journey today by scheduling your discovery session with John and Rena, hosts of the Impact Hour, every Wednesday on Money 105.5. Go to theimpacthour.com to schedule your complimentary session today. Live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. We are talking today about how you can really know your impact on other people. I think this is tremendously important. It's my mission to wake people up to their impact. So I'm delighted that you're listening. And you may be interested in really kind of checking out what kind of impact you're having. And we actually created a tool, um, an assessment that you can go online to take. It's called the Life Impact Assessment. Life's Impact Assessment. It's available at simplygreatlives.com. And you can click there, click a button, it'll take you through a series of questions and we will email you a report. And it's from talking to people and from getting people's feedback on the assessment that I found that people consistently overestimate their positive impact and underestimate their negative impact. So if you're interested in taking an honest look at what kind of effect you really are having on people, check that out. Called the Life's Impact Assessment at simplygreatlives.com. Love that. That was my first real real inclusion of my passion into into our work that we do here so i love that stuff yes so encouraging you to have a focused positive impact on people this is your purpose it's your calling this is really making a huge difference in the lives of other people this is what's satisfying this is what brings meaning to life right this is what we're really advocating here. And I want you to know there's a profound difference between the results that you create and the activity that you do. It's the same for me. I cannot engage in an activity and assume that I am changing lives. For example, I come into the studio here in Sacramento, here at Money 105.5, Wednesdays at 2 p.m., and I'm live on the air, and I'm talking to, I have no idea how many people. <laughs> I'm able to track how many people listen online through the impacthour.com and the podcast, and, and that's encouraging. So I know there's some folks listening, and that feels good. And I would utterly be fooling myself if I let myself think that I'm changing your life because I'm talking. I may be. You may be hearing what I'm saying and changing your life and having more of a positive impact on other people. You may be inspired and have found your purpose and living your calling and changing lives, but I don't know, do I? So I like totally encourage you to call in because I love to hear about it. And uh, we're exploring more ways to have dialogue with people. But really the point is that it would be careless of me if this was my only way for trying to impact people's lives because I'm not able to connect in with you and know how it's affecting you. So when you, therefore, are trying to have your positive impact, you need to be connected with the people whose lives you're trying to change in order to check in with them and make sure that you're actually creating that result. It's really, really important. And I want you to know that there is no role 
There's no activity that guarantees a positive impact. A teacher is not guaranteed to have a positive impact on kids. Teacher may be able to count on, I suppose, um, creating some skills in kids. They may be long-term. Kids may forget them, so they may be short-term. But a teacher also has a potential for having a negative impact if they're not careful, if they're not connected in, if they're not passionate about that work, if they're not clear on the difference that they want to make. There was a documentary I may have mentioned once before called Waiting for Superman, and it's a kind of a commentary on our nation's education system. They had a hidden camera on a little girl, you know, elementary schoolish age, I think, and she went up to the teacher and asked for help. And the teacher was, I'm not kidding, reading the newspaper and literally said to her, look, I get paid whether you learn or not. I cite that as an example that there's no guarantee just because somebody's in a specific role that they're going to have a positive impact. If we're not careful, we may be having a negative impact. That's why it's absolutely crucial to be tied in to the results that we're creating, tied into the lives that we're changing. <clears throat> so I know this from experience. I used to sell Mary Kay cosmetics uh, when my son, my first son was really young, like when he was first born. Actually, I did that for about five years. And I felt real good about myself. I'll tell you what I thought I had it going on because Mary Kay's mission, and I love Mary Kay Cosmetics, I still use this stuff, but uh, their mission is enriching the lives of women. And so therefore I assumed that because I was selling Mary Kay Cosmetics, I was enriching the lives of women. And the reason I assumed that is I wanted to feel good about myself. I really did want to be making a difference and I didn't know that I had to be more focused, I had to be more deliberate, I had to be trying to create a specific change in people. And at the same time, I needed to feel good about myself. So, <clears throat> so I never looked at the results I was creating for my customers or even for my team. I even had you know, hints that maybe I was <coughs> wasn't really changing lives for my team. They weren't really growing, they weren't really uh, pr making production, they weren't changing, but they told me I was inspiring and I, and I really wanted to believe that. So I just kind of clung to the idea that surely I was enriching women's lives because I was selling that product. And what I find is that the honest assessment of the impact that we're seeking to create, you know, the change that we're really making in people, it can be really challenging to do that because it can challenge our self-concept. I find that people have a need to feel good about who they are. So I just want to take this opportunity to know, to let you know, you are valuable, okay? You're valuable for who you are. You're valuable for what you bring to the table. You're valuable because God created you. Boom. That's just how that is. And moving forward from there, you have the potential for having a huge positive impact in the lives of other people. And that will require you getting really focused and deliberate on what specifically you want to change in the lives of other people. And then it needs to be something that you're really passionate about. You need to pull in your strengths so it's a really great fit for you. You need to get deliberate about it and you need to stay in touch 
with those people and really check in to see what kind of impact you're having. <sighs> yeah, because what I find is that we consistently overestimate our positive impact. Like I said, we've got this need to self-justify, to feel good about ourselves. We may not be connected with the results. Sometimes it happens because we're not really passionate about the work that we're doing. So if you're doing some volunteering or other charitable work that you're not super passionate about, I really encourage you to pull back and assess what difference you'd like to make that you are really passionate about. If you'd like some support with that, we would love to be of service to you. We offer complimentary discovery sessions and you can sign up for one at theimpacthour.com. And we would love to talk to you about your potential and what would be a really a great fit for you for moving forward, for making a real difference in the lives of other people. So if you're wanting to check in on the results that you're having. I've got some tips for you. So I encourage you to rely heavily on observation. I want observable evidence of change. So if I'm trying to create, for example, change in a person's mindset, I want to see behaviors that show me that they've integrated that mindset into their way of being. You can also ask questions, carefully crafted questions, to see if you've created that change. You can ask for feedback, and that one can just be a little hairy. So um, that's why, because <laughs> it's a mixed bag. You ask for feedback, you might get um, some stuff that's kind of off the beaten path for what you are looking for. So just be aware of that. That's why I tend to rely heavily on observation and asking very specific questions. If you want to give feedback to people about their how they're impacting you, I'm a stand for waking people up to their impact. So I can speak on this, and I want you to be very careful. So if you're wanting to let people know that they're impacting you in a way that's not cool, I encourage you to do that when they're likely to be affecting other people that way. This is what I've done. I was involved in a project that was um, not run well, and it had a really profoundly negative impact on me, and I know the woman well. And so I, this is what I recommend. Ask their permission to see if they're open. Are they open to getting some feedback? I used I statements and was very careful to not accuse, but just to state my experience and very, very, very careful to see how it was landing. Because if you want to give people feedback for how they're impacting you, you're actually creating the opportunity to have a negative impact on them. So I want you to be aware of that. This has been a delightful time with you guys. I so appreciate you listening because I am encouraged that you are going to go out from here, be more aware of how you're affecting people around you, and want you to tune in next week for more on the Impact Hour. Thanks for listening.